It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Earlier today, Republicans in the House of Representatives elected Representative Elise Stefanik as their new conference chair to replace Representative Liz Cheney, who was re- removed from the number three post by a voice, voice vote yesterday. Now, some people said it was a political coup or it was just GOP palace intrigue. Some said Cheney's downfall was her obsession with former President Donald Trump. Still others said it was the absence of any kind of communication strategy from Cheney and her complete lack of focus on promoting the Republican agenda in the House while regularly promoting her own agenda. So today's vote has been reported over and over again as a change for the GOP. Or was it? When Representative Stefanik stepped to the microphone after her election, there was an eerie Liz Cheney-esque echo in her words. So it's time to reconsider the headlines of the day and expose the deeper problem both Republicans and Democrats alike are perpetuating in our politics and in our institutions. So let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Most everyone just looks at today as uh, just more palace intrigue, more problems for the Republican Party. Uh, I think you may have the same person. This may be the ultimate in here's the new boss, same as the old boss, only different. So I want you to listen first to Representative Stefanik after she was elected uh, by an overwhelming majority today in the House of Representatives to take that number three post uh, vacated uh, when Representative Liz Cheney was voted out by a voice vote yesterday. Uh, Listen closely. Uh, to what she said, and remember the criticism we heard just yesterday about Liz Cheney. Here's Representative Stefanik. Well, first, I wanted to thank my colleagues for the opportunity to serve as the House Republican Conference Chair. I have prioritized listening to all members of our Republican Conference, and my focus is on unity because that's what the American people and that's what our voters deserve. A call for unity, a pledge to listen to the members of the conference. Uh, of course, those were uh, things that uh, Liz Cheney was criticized for. But uh, then Representative Stefanik went on uh, to define what that unity is and what that focus looks like. I believe that voters determine the leader of the Republican Party and President Trump is the leader that they look to. Uh, I support President Trump. Uh, voters support President Trump. He is an important voice in our Republican Party, and we look forward to working with but him. how can you be unified so long as you have some members who support the former president and some who don't? We are unified, and I look to the voters across America. Republican voters are unified in their support and their desire to work with President Trump, and we are unified as Republicans. So here's where we got to think again, folks. So I think these are the same people, just on different sides of the issue. 
So if Liz Cheney was criticized for over-focusing her attention on her criticism of the former president, Donald Trump, you could make the same case that it is odd and ironic that the first words that came out of Representative Stefanik's mouth as the new uh, conference chair for the Republicans were all about her support for the former President Donald Trump. And so while people are going to, to criticize, take it one step further. Liz Cheney was criticized for not listening to the members of her conference. She was criticized because uh, it was all about her, that too often she was stepping to the microphone to talk about the things that she wanted to talk about rather than the things that the conference or that her colleagues wanted to talk about. If you listen really close, if you listen close to what Representative Stefanik was saying today, this is very much about Representative Stefanik. This is about her agenda. This is about her rise to power. And so while they have vastly different opinions of the former president, what they are focusing on is the former president. What they both have focused on is their own agenda, their own political power, their own rise. And that's the problem. So that's what we got to think again about is nothing's changed in the Republican leadership. It's just a slight tweak in terms of who it is. And this leads me to what I really want us to focus on today. And that is what has happened. The problem, and this is a Democratic problem as much as it is a Republican problem, is that we have allowed those in power to use our institutions as platforms for their own agenda. A couple of months ago, I had a fascinating conversation with Yuval Levin, one of the great thinkers, great writers in America. And he's actually made the case about what is going on with our institutions. And if we allow our institutions to only be platforms for personal agendas, uh, we are in danger of losing a whole lot more. Here's Yuval Levin. We've gone from thinking of our institutions as existing to form us, to shape our character, to mold us to thinking of them instead as platforms for performance, places to stand and be seen and take part in the, the, the culture war and in the kind of theater of our politics, so that if you think about the way that people with real responsibilities in our politics and corporate America and the academy and the media and other places uh, now behave, they often see the institutions they're part of not as shaping some responsibility for them, but as giving them a stage to build their own personal brand, to build their own following, and to put on a show. That's how too many members of Congress now think about Congress. It's too often how the president thinks about the presidency. But you see it, as I say, in the media. You see it in the academy. We think of everything as just a place to stand and yell. If everything, if all of our institutions just become a place to stand and yell, that's where we're going to get into real trouble. So it's the institution of Congress. It's the institution of political parties that used to exist to form and shape the character, to mold our thinking. But instead, we've allowed them to become platforms, places for politicians to stand and yell. So when you look at the headlines, 
There's much more to it. And we're going to stay with this question coming up in our next segment to talk about how do we change that dynamic? Can we reinstitute our institutions beyond a place to stand and yell and promote ourselves? Stay with us. Much more to come on Inside Sources. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.